podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. At Acuity Insurance, we believe the things you do for your business are heroic, and you deserve someone equally heroic to protect them. We put our all into covering your business so you can focus on the things you love most. That's the power of heart. Acuity Insurance, wholeheartedly for you. So let's say you're into yoga or Pilates, or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us. With whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type 2 collagen, make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the stretch and flex smoothie and tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. Umara and we've got a special guest today, Georgina. Say hi. Hello, Georgina. So I gotta, do I gotta commit to this. Yes. <laughs> I, I don't know, like, I was gonna do like a Valley Girl, but I think Georgina is a little bit too ethnic for this character. I don't know. Uncle, no, please stop. Can I, can I be Brittany? Can I be Brittany? Okay, yeah, please stop. Can you just go back to being George? Good day, how's it going? George, how's it going? Yeah, so today we're going to talk about last night's 3-0 win against Maribor, um, talk a bit about Lovren's situation, current injuries, and then look ahead to West Ham on Saturday. So what did you guys think of last night? Um, well, I actually, look, it, I don't think we expected much else than a, a Liverpool victory, to be honest. I, don't, I think you guys would probably agree with that. Um, but it, it's sort of, uh, you know, it wasn't it wasn't the same sort of thing that we saw against Maribor away. Uh, but I, I just, I, I don't really mind that what, what we're doing there. Like, actually, when, when we watched the, uh, when I heard sort of the uh, analysis of the Huddersfield game around, you know, Twitter sphere and, and reports and all that, a few people were actually upset to see, you know, the likes of Joe Gomez and stuff sort of sitting back. And then Klopp says at the end of the game, I thought there were too many people behind the ball. Um, but I don't mind that. I don't mind that sort of patient, more calm and collected approach. It, it is a bit more Rafa-esque. So I felt like that that was sort of almost a thing as well against Maribor, even though we were probably higher up the pitch. Um, but yeah, 3-0 did the business. It's great. It was pretty much a mirror image of the Huddersfield game as well, wasn't it? Which was, um, I mean, you can't blame us for not being consistent now this week, can you? Because you've been consistent, three goals, clean sheet, missed penalties, <laughs> crappy first halves, followed by good second halves. And yeah, it was all good. I mean, I think Maribor, the only way that they could have approached this game, especially after the last one, was just defending. And that's what they did. They had nine men, at almost 10 even behind the ball sometimes. And um, that was probably the most sensible approach considering what happened last time around. But yeah, it was, um, it was, I like, I like George said, I like the kind of the patience that we've shown in the last couple of games because of the, these are the kinds of games where we, I felt like we were panicking if we weren't scoring um, and maybe even conceding one quickly. Um, and then we've got, but, you know, obviously we turned it around in the second halves quite, quite quickly, I think with, um, with yesterday's game, it was just a couple of minutes in when Salah scored. So, um, yeah, it's been um, a little bit different from Liverpool. 
football. I'm not sure if you can gauge it to that much because obviously Huddersfield and Maribor didn't didn't really offer much up front. Um, or, you know, they they tried to hit us on the break, but it didn't really work out. But, yeah, it was a really good um, win, back-to-back wins, which was much needed. And we're in a strong group, a position in the group now, which is all good. Just need another win, I believe, and then we're home and dry. Yeah, so we're clear with one point at the moment, so it's pretty good. And we've had four clean sheets in the last five games, and we didn't have any in the last seven, so I think that's a pretty clear improvement at the moment um so what is who was your man of the match yesterday um it's sort of hard it's in those sorts of games I almost feel like I haven't actually had a chance to watch it back again I should have in this time to prepare properly for the podcast um but um I just feel like it's one of those games where well sorry I I was just gonna say it just feels like one of those games where um it's just three nil and it's just, it's just, it's routine. So you end up just going for the players that did the things that made a score. So you either say, um, Mo Salah or you say someone like Trent Alexander because of, you know, his age and his you know prospect and where he is on the pitch as a right back setting up one of the goals. Did he set up one of them? Yeah. Or he, who he, yeah. Trent? Was, yeah. He, yeah. I think Trent, he did, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. So, um, I would just say Mo Salah because he's just so Amazing. <laughs> I think the Salah one that he he put the cross in for, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was. Yeah, you know what it was. I screamed in the whole pub like it was, I was in this this Irish pub that was only sh- it was showing the Tottenham Madrid game and no one cared about Liverpool game. I was in the corner. I was like, get <laughs> fucking in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we went flying down a few rows of cops there last night. Pretty well. It was a bit hard to um, <laughs> celebrate as much because we went in and obviously we won 7-0 and we were like, it's a guaranteed win and we smashed them last time. It was a bit like, even watching the 7-0, it was a bit like, it got a bit, not like, it's not boring, 7-0 is a great thing, but do you know what I mean? It's not one of those like thrilling, like really close games that you don't know what's going to happen. Like we knew we were going to mm-hmm. win. I put um, many on 10-0, but that didn't happen, so... Aggregate ten nil. Win you <laughs> yes. any money? No, I wish. But um, I thought Emre Chan was really good. Like he really commanded the game with Milner, and I think Klopp made the right decision choosing him over Henderson. Yeah, it's, I was going to say. Sorry. No, sorry. I was just going to mention Milner. I think um, he's really underrated the way that he affected the last couple of games. I I want him to start more. And I know that, you know, there's this, there's an argument for Chan and Henderson being the captain can't really be dropped. So I don't know how he gets in. Wijnaldum may be out for a little while now. So we're not sure what his injury, um, how long it's going to keep him out for. But if that's the case, then Milner might just be a shoo-in for the next few games anyway. But yeah, I'm really impressed with him. I, I really um, think he's... he's he's doing really well in that role and he's, you know, he's getting the assist as well. And he's always just... He's everywhere. He was everywhere that day. But I just don't think people want to admit it with him. He just doesn't get the the plaudits he deserves, I reckon. There's one thing that I actually noticed watching um, Steven Gerrard's under-19s recently. I'm pretty sure. Who did they just beat recently that I just... I think it was a 5-2 victory against... Ugh, I can't remember the fucking team. Um, <laughs> it was, I'm pretty sure it was 5-2, but um, is it Lewis? I think Lewis is their number 10. 
that plays in just behind the um, the striker. There's something that I saw him do, and I shouldn't be taking things that teenagers do in an under-19 side and go, <laughs> first, first grade, can you do that as well? Because uh, it should be the other way around. But given the fact that his coach is Steven Gerrard, Gerrard used to do this thing where he had that, that, that hunch sort of shape to him. He had that sort of determination about him that when he gave the ball and he went, the person who received the ball shat themselves and said, I've got to give the ball back to Steven Gerrard right now because he's demanding a one-two. And if, you, if anyone has seen the Lewis goal for the under-19s, um, I fucking hope it's Lewis because it'll sound stupid, but he just gave the ball and he went. And it's that purpose in leaving. And against packed defences, I think it's a really, um, it's a really effective way to just get rid of one or two men really quickly. And the thing is that um, not only doing that, you can receive the ball and then do something with it, but it also draws men away so you can actually play a different pass. But we saw that with Emre Chan, the ball to Milner, and his he just sprinted and Milner had nowhere else to put it but in front of Emre Chan, and it was that first time hit. I want to see that much, much more from a midfielder or someone coming from deep. Um, it, it's very Steven Gerrard-esque. And, uh, yeah, I, would, I think that's a really good way. It's like another tick in the box of how to break down a packed defence. So I really like the Chan goal. You mentioned Chan before. That first time touch, I think that was the whole key to that. Because if he'd have even taken a single touch, I reckon the defender probably would have got a foot in or he just wouldn't have been able to, to finish it like he did. I think that's we don't do enough of that. We always try to take a couple of touches and, you know, control the ball. And sometimes you just need to whack it. And I'm glad he did that because... You know, we just don't have enough of that at the moment at Liverpool. Can anyone remember the Bournemouth goal that Emre Chance scored where he actually called it around the keeper? I'm pretty sure that's also a first-time attempt as well. It's when we collapsed spectacularly and Carrius was oh, bombed out forever. <laughs> but um, there's an Emre Chan. Yeah, sorry to remind, but there are good goals in these games as well. Um, but Emre Chan does something similar in that game, I'm sh- I think. I would love to watch it right now. Um, but... Uh, yeah, he needs to do more of that. I don't understand why he doesn't do it more. If he had Gerard on the side, maybe you know Gerard would be like, "Do it a bit more to this, a bit more to this, lads." So, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying Klopp, Klopp can't teach that, but that is a that is a Gerardist thing to do. Yeah, but um, so there's a lot of praise going around for Chan at the moment, and rightly so. But what do you think about him possibly leaving in the summer? Because people seem to have changed their minds, and then they'll change again if he has one bad game. So. What do you guys think? Um, I think his head doesn't seem to be here. I don't know if that's just me reading too much into it. He looks a bit grumpy all the time. Or was he grumpy before? I never really took any notice. But, yeah, him not signing the contract doesn't really bode well, does it? He wants to, maybe, he just, apparently there's talk of him wanting to have a, a, a low kind of release clause so he can leave and Liverpool won't do it so that means he's just going to walk in the summer and there's all this it's, it's not the vibes around it aren't very good and I don't think that's going to be good for the player as well I mean he does have some performances but then he does have some shitty ones as well so it's not consistent and although there's all that potential there and you know we know he can do stuff and he's passionate and, he, and he's possibly the leader that Liverpool need and all this kind of talk but no, I mean, don't, don't if anyone, anyone agrees with me, it doesn't seem like he really wants to be there <laughs> from, the, from his look, from the look on his face or body language or not an expert, but, you know, just in human interaction, we can tell these things, can't we? Yeah, it's sort of um, with Chan. So shout out to Pete 
Minister Coach, uh, we are both uh, avid supporters of Emre Chan and almost we are defiant with Emre Chan. I believe that his ability is incredible. I think he's he's only 23. And we've just look at look at Mo Salah. I think he's now 25, 26. Look where he was two or three years ago and look where he is now. Three years makes a big difference. And a player's prime is 25, 26 years old. So it's only going to get better. Whatever you whatever we see from Chan now, it's only going to get better. Having said that, and there is fault to lie in all parties here, uh, although um, at the moment my blame is placed on Chan because I think what he's asking for is ridiculous because Liverpool have finally come around to what he wants um, and he's just being a little bit of a shit about it because he, you know, he scores a goal here and there. He probably asked 10 more grand on my contract, please, 10,000 more. And actually, while you're there, can it be three years, not five years, and you know, or can it be six years, not three years, and who knows? Um, so the first amount of blame I place is on Liverpool, the club, because we've tried to lowball again. We did it with Sterling. He asked for a hundo, 100,000 that is, um, for those who aren't Aussie. Um, <laughs> he, he asked for a hundo early, and we said, you know what, why don't we, why don't we make it 95? Or why don't, I don't know how, if it goes like this, I'm not a professional, but, you know, obviously that's what the rumblings were in the meeting. I asked for a certain amount were low ball. Not mistaken, I'm pretty sure Liverpool are probably going up to that amount that Chan was originally asking for, but now Chan's probably gone, no, no, no. Um, I want an extra five and ten on that because you know what? Inflation, six months have passed. I'm now in demand. My contract's gone down, so I'm at a premium. I want more than this now. Liverpool shot themselves in the foot. First amount of blame goes to Liverpool for being cheapskates again. And and like I love, I'm, I'm a supporter of our owners and I'm a supporter of how you know, we're doing things uh, in general, but we make mistakes and I'm going to be the first to point out when a mistake is made and when we're cheapskates, I can't handle it. It just, it, it kills me sometimes. So um, first mistake was made, made by Liverpool, but at the moment I'm getting the shits with Charm because maybe Liverpool are matching what he wants and the the contract, that, that's fine. I, I, I don't mind if Charm asks for more or less, but the release clause, that is criminal. To ask for something low as a release clause is criminal for a club that has done so much for him in the last, what, three years, two, three years. So uh, in that sense, I'm, I'm quite upset with China. And if, if the rumours are true that he doesn't want to sign, let him let him go. I mean, Klopp's our star. I've, I've said that uh, on numerous occasions. So if players want to leave, let them leave. I don't care. Yeah, I agree. If, if they don't want to play for um, the team on their shirt, then they shouldn't be here, which is what I said about... Coutinho and then that got turned into me hating Coutinho but I actually love Coutinho I just feel like if he doesn't want to play for us he should just fuck off and go where he wants to go It's true with all players I mean you know funny if Southampton had thought of that when Van Dijk was on strike (laughs) (laughs) we wouldn't be in this mess that we're in now but yeah it can't be conducive to a good sort of atmosphere you know with the players even I'm sure the other players start thinking things and you know maybe I can do this and you know putting ideas into their head and I don't know it's not it can't be in, uh, any good vibes going around if players that if there are even one or two players that don't want to stay and then there's all these contract talks going on and then you know it's distracting for the for the individual involved and you know like I said might affect the other players manager I'm sure doesn't let it affect him too much but you know yeah, these the, things, when they're carrying on like that in the background, can't be good. Yeah. On the topic of uh, other players, on well, last night, um, Lovren was seen getting out of his car 
and immediately some kid shouted, fuck off, and security, like, surrounded Lovren and escorted him into the stadium. So I'm sure you guys have seen... Really? I didn't yeah. hear this. Yeah, it happened last night. Was time. there a video about? There's no video. Um, some of my oh, friends okay. saw, they were, like, by where they parked their cars and stuff. Um, so I'm pretty sure you guys have seen what's been happening and his Instagram story about the whole situation. Mm. So what do you make of that? Um, firstly, have, has anyone seen Daniel Sturridge's Twitter and, uh, and Instagram? What people say to him? I mean, maybe there's no death threats, I don't know, but I, I often look down at the comments and there's things like, just go get injured and fuck off out of the club and there's all sorts of bad yeah. shit. And yeah. my answer to it always is, it's social media. It's idiots. These are trolls. These aren't even Liverpool. They're probably not even Liverpool supporters. They're like either 12 years old or they're mental. They're in a, a basement. Like I, I always use this analogy. They're probably some, in some basement somewhere, cracking their head against the wall. And then suddenly someone says, you know that you can just talk on Twitter and people will just listen to you. Like, and then they just talk <laughs> crap. And then they, 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 get, they get a response out of it. Why would you take it seriously? I, and Lovren has every right to be upset and, and you know, be concerned about this but there's actually i'm pretty sure in his instagram post that he said like i can't believe i've received death threats or something there was something he said where he said i can't believe like our people are doing doing this or he said something about our to suggest that he was probably saying liverpool supporters and that's where i'd be like again dude social media it's not it's not a reflection they are idiots so in my it, it, it you know we as supporters should support him, um, but just don't listen to the to that crap. I think Sturridge only interacts with blue ticks anyway on on any of his uh, accounts, so he just shrugs it off. I mean, maybe he should do a little bit more of that. It's in no in no way am I saying get a thicker skin, Dejan, but um, you know, I've received stuff on on social media as well. I just ignore it. They're idiots. I think with the the Lovren thing, I. I don't know if you know George, but I'm always trying to defend the guy. I feel really sorry for him. Um, and he's not in a good place at the moment. And I think I admit that there's a, an element of him wanting a bit of sympathy at the moment because of everything that's happened recently with the really shitty performance against Spurs and everything that came with that. And maybe there was that, that he wanted he wanted to show people that this is what I'm dealing with and this is what I'm going through. And, OK, it was apparently turned out to be some some kid who sent him that but you know he didn't know that when he saw it it doesn't really say on anyone's bio how old they are, how, how old they are or anything like that but and then you get some people saying it doesn't matter when I mean, it comes with the territory yes it does I mean if I had my way if I was a football manager I would ban social media for my players anyway I just think it doesn't help we don't yep. need to see pictures of you working out in the gym and all this kind of, we just need to see you do the job on the pitch and but then, you know, it, they, they shouldn't have to live their lives according to other people. So if they want to have it, they shouldn't have to, you know, he should be able to do what he likes really in the end. And, you know, he, he posted it, like I said, he didn't know who it was. And I'm sure that's not the only one. I mean, you only have to, to search Lovren and die and, you know, murder and stuff. And then loads of tweets come up. And, you know, we don't know if they're Liverpool fans or if they're just idiots doing it. But, you know, to him, you know, he doesn't know that. And... And then you get this player of the month thing that 
it's really cringy to be honest i think it was a i thought it was a joke i I thought it was a joke i I thought it was taking the piss Mm. and i'm like whoops well, it's I don't even like, know how uh, we got in, in the running for it. I mean, who chooses the, the candidates? Is it the, the club that puts forward the names and then the play, the, the fans just choose? Because I don't know why he was in it. It might I be did it just once the whole team. a long time ago. Yeah, I think it's the whole team. I did it once a very long time ago. Um, I tried don't to lie, vote you for voted my favorite for player of the month. You voted <laughs> for Lovren. Me? Who? This time? No, I didn't know. <laughs> no, Lovren wasn't at the club at the time. I probably would have been saying, "Can we just sign Lovren from Leon, please?" Like, <laughs> that's how long ago it was. <laughs> but um, yeah, the, the he got the votes in the end, and I mean, I hope someone at the club's going to advise him that this is a sympathy vote, mate. Don't take it, give it to Salah because apparently they're on the same. Um, they got the same percentage anyway, so I don't know what's going to happen. But it, it it's really the the sentiment is nice, and I get it that the. the People want to show show support, but I don't know. Maybe you could have made a banner and taken it to Anfield on Wednesday, or shouted well, his name or something. But this was a bit silly because I can you imagine the pictures of him accepting that award? It's just they're going to be so embarrassing. You'll just get more abuse. What it shows, yeah. What it shows is it shows that um, our supporters were horrible in treat in mistreating Lovren, and as a result, our supporters have noticed how horribly we've treated him. And we're giving him this award to show our support of him. Now, that's all, that's just, you know, conjecture. But even that, that, um, the, that the artifice of what I've just said there is still annoying in the fact that no, like it's all wrong because no, the support did not turn on Lovren. Idiots on social media turned on Lovren. And then for the supporters to show their support of him by giving him an award what are they making up for? Nothing happened. There was idiots again on social media. You don't ever pay attention to that. And it, and it goes deeper and I, I go more on the point and rant because you see, you know, articles and stuff. And I'm so sorry if people here do write articles like this. I'm sorry. And I'm sure I've done the same thing. <laughs> but they go, you know, the response on social media has been X. And look at what this person said about X, Y, Z on social media. And look what this person has to say about it on Twitter. And I'm sitting there going, the moment they said social media and there's someone there that doesn't matter, I don't care. Yeah. Like, not to say that only famous people matter or whatever. I don't care about the person. This person has, you know, no followers and they're, and they, they sprout crap every day. I don't care who they are. I don't care what they have to say. You don't, you don't stop to hear what someone on the street says. You know, it's, it's, I'm not going to take all of their opinions. You know, I'm probably, I don't know. I don't know if I'm sounding elitist here. I'm one of the masses as well. No one listens to what I have to say anyway. <laughs> Just don't listen to Twitter. <laughs> yeah, but I feel I think like... The... Go on. No, no, you go. Um, well, I just feel like, like you know, you're saying, oh, just ignore it. Like, okay, yeah, that was just a kid, but he's probably had so many, maybe some not from kids, and you just decide to screenshot that particular one. And if you're getting I, it constantly... You're, you're completely right. You're completely right. Yeah, Absolutely. if you're getting it constantly and people are shouting at him, like, when he gets out the car and stuff, like, I'm pretty sure, like, one of my friends, I don't know if he was just making it up, but he said something about like, oh, go die or something, and um, like Stu was like, that is that is different. Like if he's getting it out of his car and getting abuse from our supporters on the street, then that's a completely different thing. Exactly, that, he it's can then go. Him. He can then say, yeah, that is completely different because the only thing I saw was him going on social media saying this this person on Instagram said this to me. This is horrible. So, but if he's getting out of his car and getting you know egged in the street and stuff, that's different because that takes someone to show their face to show who they are, 
to show their voice in front of a public audience and to say, go die. Because the minute they say that, if I'm, you know, I would think that Liverpool supporters would all turn to this person and go, are you kidding me right now? Did you just say go die? And they would get turned on. That's why people don't do that. That's why they, they hide behind a computer screen. So if that is happening in real life, that's a different thing. Yes, he needs yeah. help. So I don't that's know if that definitely happens. It could just be bullshit that people are just making up. But that's what I heard anyway. But like, I think- it's just if he's getting it constantly on his phone, like, OK, but I suppose on Instagram you have to go and, like, it was a message request. He didn't get it straight in his inbox. So he's clearly looking through his social media. Maybe he was, like, looking for a message off a friend or something and he saw it. But it's not as easy as you, like, say to just get away from it. Well, it's like um, on Twitter sure. you can take you can turn off your DMs, can't you? Yeah. You can't – I don't know why you can't do that on Instagram. Anyway, that's beside the point. something for Instagram to look at. But it's um, – <laughs> The, I think the thing that was more to like you said, um, Rupa, he probably does get it a lot, and it's not just the odd message, and that's probably why he's pissed off is because it's a lot, of, and and to him it's Liverpool fans, and then you've got um, the fact that it was personal, as in it was it, I'm gonna murder your family kind of thing. That probably was what pushed him over. It wasn't personal, I and mean, that's what exactly what he said in his post afterwards. It wasn't you can say what you want to me, but you know don't bring my family into it, and and you know he's having plenty of family troubles anyway from what we can sort of ascertain from what we're hearing but yeah it's all really shitty and then he got burgled him and Manu they got burgled didn't they in the uh, during the match yesterday yesterday when they were at the match uh, apparently thieves got into his house and Mane's house as well so it's a bit of a shitty time for them at the moment I do do feel for him as a as a person not as a player he is a shit player but I feel for him. I feel sorry for him. No one should go through that shit, like, like whether they're famous or not. I just wonder if he can walk around the city even. Like you said, I mean, if people are saying that to him as he's getting out of the car at Anfield, imagine if he's just, you know, shopping or something. I'm not sure he's in a position where he can go yeah. actually go shopping at the moment. But can you imagine if he's walking down the street and people turn on him? That's just... That's terrible, terrible place to be. You'd like to think that our fans wouldn't do that because that's what you would expect from rival fans, from Manchester United fans, yeah. from Everton fans. You don't expect it from your own fans. And that's what pisses me off so much about this is that it's our own fans. And you get some that are just obsessed and they will just talk about him all the time. It's just getting ridiculous. It's like, oh, they, but they wish they had the death threats because they're so irrelevant. They, nobody cares whether they live or die. But, but I feel like he yes. was a little bit like, you know, after the Spurs game when he um, took Liverpool out of his bio and took his picture off and like, so there's no, nothing Liverpool related in his like, I think it was on Instagram. That is a bit dramatic. I think like he Was is, it even on there? I mean, if, if it was just the LFC, because yeah. all his pictures were still there, obviously yeah, of him no, training and then the just, games and stuff. It just said LFC or something oh, like that. Okay. Like someone had a screenshot. Um but yeah, that is a little bit dramatic. Like, if that was after this, then fair enough. But yeah, I feel like I think it. I think it would have to be after this, otherwise, it makes zero sense. It wasn't. Um, it, it was just after Spurs. Yeah, uh, wasn't. Just after then, then, then he deserves some. I mean, I, that you know, he deserves criticism. I mean, firstly for performing poorly, but also in doing something like that, it's very public. Like, what? Yeah. Take your Instagram down. Deactivate the account. That way people don't, you know, because it, it does seem like he goes, I'm sick of my fans. I'm sick of these people, you yeah. know, these support, my so-called supporters. Like, dude, like when, who, who booed you? Who, like at, right after the Spurs game, what's happened that has made you think that our support is shit, you know? Um, 
So, I mean, I, I, either it's a response to the Instagram stuff or it's a completely knee-jerk, stupid thing to do. I don't know. It's just something so that, like, 13-year-old girls do when they, like, take their, I don't know, friend out of their bio or boyfriend when they um, have an argument. And 13 It's the only way that they can make statements, isn't boys. it? That, yeah, it's the, that's the kind of the way that footballers or whoever, celebrities, make statements now by doing things on their social media, by taking something out or adding something in or whatever it is. Um, but I'm sure after the Spurs game, I mean, there was so much, even in my time, I don't even follow that many people, but the stuff that people were saying um, after the Spurs game, I think that was plenty for him to... That would, have, that would have had to have been it. He would have gone on, yeah, he would have got the, 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 the comments straight away and then that that's what's tipped him over to say, oh, God, Liverpool's giving me the shits at the moment. But if, you, if you're fighting for the club, I don't know. It's a very strange thing to do. Um, yeah, very strange thing to do. Yeah, so let's move on to our ever-growing injury list. So the latest to be added is Wijnaldum with an ankle injury last night. So who's that now? That's Lovren, Coutinho, Mane's back in training. Um, yeah, two, two weeks ahead of schedule, I think. Yeah, that's no, good. that's pretty good. Um, Lallana's still out. And Klein, I don't, he just seems to have disappeared off the face of the earth. What is his problem? Back injuries? Yeah, something? he caught it off Coutinho. He got he he played he played like six hundred consecutive games so I think I think he's just he's just, <laughs> he's just making holiday. up for lost time in terms of his uh his of being all on all his time off all his time in you he's having it off now <laughs> yeah yeah like <laughs> it's like Jurgen you know you owe me some time here <laughs> about three years yes absolutely I think that's, that's probably what it is um, I was just gonna talk I was just gonna quickly say about um. Firstly, about Mane, I don't see the point in in heavily publicising his return to full training because clearly he is going to full training. But if he's not available for the West Ham game, um, I don't know what the reason is that we we need to see all the, the the photos of him smiling and saying he's back. You know, I think it should just say Mane has stepped up his recovery and is taking part in training, not he's resumed full training. Or you know, I, I don't see the point in extension because he's not in contention for West Ham, and that's what they've said. Um, it could be, you know, we've seen crazier things in the past where they've said that about Gerard and Torres and all that in the back in the in the past where they've ended up being in the squad or on the bench, um, uh, even storage. But yeah, I, I don't see the point because then after West Ham, it's an international break. So if anything, you would want to keep him out of the international sort of spectrum. You wouldn't want him to go straight back out. So if anything, just lie and just say, "Woo, still injured." And then in two weeks' time, he'll be ready, you know, after the internationals. I don't see the point. I think um, Coutinho is out, but surely he's not going to go on on international break, is he? Because I'm hearing some stuff about him going to Brazil. Well, oh, podcasting God, couch. Just, Nish, Nish just recently said if he goes and plays for Brazil, uh, and then shout out to Nish and podcasting couch here, but if he goes out and plum. Uh, and plays for Brazil. I think I'm going to go break something. I think was something along the lines of what Nish said. So, yeah, yeah. I will be the same. Uh, yeah. If you're not fit enough for Liverpool, please don't go out and risk yourself for your country. You've already qualified for, for fuck's sake. <laughs> like, come on. Well, what <laughs> I think that's why Salah has Salah's been yeah. given the week off. Yeah. Um, oh, and lovely. the England guys, I think that's why they're not being picked either because they picked the kids, haven't they, over Sturridge and Oxlade-Chamberlain. Yeah. He built a school or something, didn't he, for Egypt? So they're like, okay, you can, 
you can stay. Don't worry. <laughs> you know? so give, give him the time. I think he's done enough. You yeah, score the penalty, like, you know, it's good. You're fine. Mane was selected, same. wasn't he? And he's suddenly on the road to recovery, which is a coincidence, I think. Mm. Who's that? Mane. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was sort of saying before. I was yeah. actually talking about Mane. I don't know if it was clear. Um, but yeah, I was just, um, oh, that's why I didn't want him to be publicised in the Liverpool gear saying he's back in full training. It should mm-hmm. just be, take it easy. Otherwise, Senegal going to get a, a hold of him. The same with Lovren as well, isn't it? If he's not injured, which is a lot of, there's a conspiracy theory going around that he's just been dropped and, you know, the injuries are a facade. So we'll see if he goes on international break because if he does, then that means something was not right there either. So, so international break is going to answer a few questions, isn't it, really? Yeah, it's going to be a bit of a shitty one for Welsh people. <laughs> well, we've got all these guys coming back. I just hope everyone else comes back safe and sound. All in one piece. I was gonna just quickly say, was it was was it clear? I was talking about Mane before. Hopefully, it is. People are gonna listen back yeah, to yeah. the podcast. And be like, is he talking about Van Elden? But um, <laughs> I started on Van Elden, then I changed. But now I'm back on Van Elden. I was just gonna quickly say that of I thought it was his knee when he went down because you can never tell the way that he did do an awkward little when he planted his foot in the ground. Um, uh, are there questions to be asked about the pitch? I don't think so. Um, but uh, it looked like it was either knee or ankle, and I'm not glad that he's injured any of them, but I'd be happier with the ankle um, just from personal experience and, and what I've seen in injuries. A knee is a lot harder to, yeah. to take Klopp care of. I think said ankle, I think, because he said the ankle was swollen. Yeah. He did say it doesn't look good. Yeah, so. It doesn't look good, yeah. And look, he could have broken his ankle, he could, or, not, or torn a ligament or whatever, and if we go back to someone like Harry Kuehl, he had awful uh, luck with injuries and I think ankle was one of his problems but nothing is worse than the knee so if, if I'm going to make any Liverpool fans here feel good about the Van Alden situation at least it's his, his ankle that's better than the knee right, I'll just say that don't worry we've got Millie to fill in Millie's <laughs> <laughs> away hopefully it won't, it won't be too long and you've got like, like I said the international break coming up so you can stay here not go anywhere and just recover so what are we thinking for the squad for West Ham? I've gone for Mignolet and then the back for Gomez at right back, Matip, Clavin and Moreno, and then Chan, Henderson, Milner, and then Salah, Firmino and Ox. I'd put Sturridge in myself and I'd put yes. Karius in, but Karius isn't oh, coming in, we all know that. Wow, but yeah, I would, put, I would put Sturridge in every day, twice on a Sunday. <laughs> Yeah, so I probably yeah. do that as well. Like Oxlade, um, Oxlade was actually, you know what? If it can be added to the agenda, Oxlade Chamberlain is an interesting thing to talk about maybe later. But um, I, yeah, I, I think that Daniel Sturridge should be. St- I mean, the last time he had a game against um, West Ham, he took him apart a little bit, yeah. and they've got some some sluggish defenders. Although um, I think Winston Reid's still knocking about; he's still quite quick. But um, I think he can take advantage of them. Um, he can get around them and. Yeah, I think Sturridge is a surefire starter. He was rested specifically for that reason. Have you Sturridge noticed? just needs a run of games. It's not... Yeah. Everyone slags me off because of this, because they know I love him. And, you know, they always bring up the injury thing. And if Liverpool lack that kind of goal poacher type thing, he is that. And he's there and he's 
nine times out of ten, it will score you a goal. I know that obviously recently he hasn't been putting chances away, but that's because I think that's just because he needs a run of games. Now, we know Klopp's not going to give him a run of games. He's, for whatever reason, doesn't fancy him, whether it's the work rate, the pressing or whatever, he doesn't do that. But I just feel that he offers something completely different, obviously something that we don't have. We've got great goal scorers like Salah does score, Firmino does score and that. But he... He, he gets himself into those good positions sometimes. I don't know if you, you guys notice that when I, I see sometimes when we're playing and you've got the guys on the wing that will try and, and put the ball in and there's nobody in the box at times because these guys mm-hmm. just instinctively don't know what positions to take up. Yes, they will get there at times, but then sometimes they're not there because they just don't think that way. Sturridge does think that way. He's a goal scorer. That's what he's done all his life and that's why I think he's, it's so important. And I, I would just love him to have a run of just 10 games. And if he doesn't deliver after 10 games, I will happily say whatever. I, I hold my hands up and he's not good enough. But I think he is. And I just think it's such a shame that he's sitting on the bench, wasting away. But yeah, you're right. West Ham have got um, quite bad defensive problems at the moment, haven't they? Five out on uh, for Saturday. So... But Billich, Billich has come out and said, we well, you know Liverpool are vulnerable, so we're going to look to to hit them as well. So, yeah, because they've oh, got I Zab- love that. I love them mm. saying that. Yeah. I love when they say shit like that because he should have said, <laughs> what he should have said was, we're underdogs for this game and we've got no chance. And then that's yeah. the perfect script for Liverpool to flounder in, but no chance now. He humble said, humble yourself. Yeah, we've got, yeah humble. It. Yeah, don't don't say you have a chance. What are you talking about? Don't you know how this Liverpool side works? <laughs> <laughs> But Zabaleta's out with suspension, and then you've got Antonio, Font, and Collins, and Byron all injured. So they've really got uh, a bit of a so many problems at the back there. And um, yeah, you're right. Average, Hopefully, Billich's comments will go in our favour. There's an average age of about 39 in that team. <laughs> Probably, Byron. yeah. Unbelievable. But, Everyone's balding. It's, it's horrible. But I was <laughs> looking at the stats. The last six times we've played them, including cups, we've only won once. Yeah, I was looking <laughs> that at that needs to change. It was a recent yeah. one that we won, though, so hopefully we'll take that. And it was at Lon- in London as well, the one last season, at the back end of last season. But yeah, they've had our number game? recently. Sorry, is, it, is, it, is it home or away? Away. Ho- away, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, too easy. Too easy. <laughs> so it's another big stage, another massive stadium. I doubt Lauren's going to feature. <laughs> he's not had a good time at the big stadium recently. So, yeah. no, he's, he's, he's yeah. still recovering. What even is yeah. his injury? Head injury. Bruised ego. He has a bruised <laughs> ego. <laughs> it's a it's a grade two medial strain of the ego. I said at the time, and I remember I WhatsApped a couple of we were talking on WhatsApp to a few people. I said he's going to be left out and they're going to say he's injured and that's exactly what's happened I doubt we'll see him on the, yeah. on the wow. Saturday now either because because he obviously with the burglary thing that happened I mean I don't think anything was taken or anyone was hurt or anything but they'll probably take that into consideration although Mane was all smiles this morning I think he's the one who got had stuff stolen so <laughs> I don't know how that works but Lovren wasn't in any training pictures so I doubt he's going to play and then you know they'll just keep obviously break coming up and then see what how he is but then we play Southampton when we come back surely he's not going to bring him back on there that's a horrible oh, one to I come back that. in um Liverpool have conceded 15 goals away from home this season in 10 games and that is the most by a team in the Premier League um yeah 
but they all came in about three games, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is um, not good, but I'm hoping that... Do you think we'll keep a clean sheet? Probably not. I mean, we've um, had two on the bounce just, now. Yeah. Look, there, 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 was, there was one thing that, um, again, shout out to the coach, uh, Pete. Uh, one thing that we were talking about, we were doing a bit of an analysis on how Liverpool can improve defensively. And it was just by always having three back at the very least. You've got your two centre backs. And usually in this system we're playing, you've got your, your CDM coming back to help them out. Now, what I just loved in that last game, again, Gomez and... There's also been, you know, listening to a few other podcasts and stuff, there's been a bit of talk about how Henderson was barking at, at, at Gomez. And, and then you've got the, the comments from Klopp saying we were a bit too deep. I loved, and you can see it on the screen, you can see people pointing at Gomez and telling him to do X, Y, Z. I don't know what you can take from it in terms of Gomez's maturity, but his confidence to say, no, 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 no. This is the first half. We're not conceding stupid goals again. I'm going to sit here because I'm, I'm quick. I can re- I've got recovery pace. I'm going to watch this just for a little bit just to see how it goes. I loved that. So if, he, if Gomez does something similar against West Ham, we have a clean sheet in the first half at the very least because he'll cover that, that breakaway, which is arguably what any team's weapon is against us, is just breaking at us quickly. So um, if we see more of that, at least someone sitting back. So we, me and Pete said that either Henderson sits back as a DM or if he's going to start charging, one of the fullbacks needs to come in and make a three. I like the fact that Gomez has come in to make that three because it's quite traditional for a fullback to want to defend. Uh, so if we see that, maybe we get a clean sheet. If not, maybe we concede one or two and score three. So your prediction is 3-1 then to Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Three one, yeah. Let's go three one. I hate well, that. I hate saying I'm going to concede a goal. Fuck it, three yeah. nil. <laughs> well, four of the top six are like Man City are playing Arsenal and Chelsea play United, so there's bound to be points dropped. Um, so, do you think Liverpool will actually take advantage of it? Do you think we'll win, Amara? What do you think? Oh, I hate making predictions. I'm <laughs> always so wrong. It's ter- like really badly wrong. I'll- predicted we'd beat Spurs and that really went well didn't it um, but no I, yeah I think we've we've got a winner for me we have to that's not the same as will we win <laughs> but score we've prediction. got to so um, sorry score prediction oh god 2-1 um, it's going to be like a, yeah nerve wracking 2-1 I went for 4-1 just because I'm feeling a little bit confident but I don't know why I'm just probably because I won't be there biting my nails. I will be at home relaxing, and I can cry biting to my mother nails. if we lose. <laughs> but can I just ask you both very quickly what you do think of? I don't mean to be stealing the um, the podium here, um, but what you guys do think of Oxlade Chamberlain, especially after that sort of Maribor game uh, where he's. I mean, Maribor are crap, so I don't think we should take much much out of that. But what, what are your opinions on on Oxlade Chamberlain so far? I like him. I think, especially when he came on against United, I think it was, he just looked really good straight away. Like, he's he's played really well. He's got, like, he cuts inside and he's got pace. And I just think he's a great addition to the team. And I want to see him start, like, a lot. Right. 
Do you think it's I've, a possibility for West Ham at all? You, any, anyone? I yeah, I've put him in my squad for West Ham. Well, Klopp seems to like him, doesn't he? I mean, I think it's really unfair that we, obviously, we have to look back at it, where, what he did before us, which was at Arsenal. But I think it's a bit unfair to some people to say that oh, he's rubbish. We're, you know, we're writing him off before he's even kicked a ball. I think different manager, different setup. It can just bring out the next level in that player. I really think that's going to happen with him. I've got high hopes for Oxlade-Chamberlain. I really have. I think he's shown glimpses of it. He was a little bit rusty in the beginning, but come on, he's just just literally signed for us five minutes ago. So hopefully he's going to learn from Klopp. I've got hopes, as Lalana-esque hopes of him turning it around and becoming a really, really good player up front. And yeah, he's quick. And if we can, Mane, Salah, we've got some quick, pacey, pacey, Attacking players, it's exciting stuff. Now, if we can just, you know, shut up shop at the back, everything will be good. Yeah, but that's not going to happen anytime soon, is it? If Gomez stays back, yes, it will. Mm, I like your positivity. There we go. <laughs> 5 0. Clean sheet. 5 0. Well, we went from 3 1. We'll concede negative nil. two. We'll, we'll concede negative two goals. We're actually going to lose two goals because they're going to find out that something was, I don't know, illegal. But they're actually going to take goals off of our goals conceded. <laughs> We're just gaining negative goals. It's amazing. That's what's going to happen. Oh, my gosh. Uh, um, anyway. Uh, okay, so, what, wait, what was your actual prediction now? 5-0, no. George? Uh, it's, yeah, 6 to negative 2. So we actually gain... <laughs> Uh, a two goal positive so it's negative two to six okay this yeah. is becoming very max yeah, I'm like, can anyway, I calculate what's going on in my head I said 2-1 but now I'm thinking about these defensive issues they've got unless someone comes in and turns into Fabio Cannavaro on the exact day that we play them um, no, you know what you have to do we'll score a few uh, what you have to do is you have to pick out you have to pick out in their squad someone who hasn't scored for two years, and they will score. Um, or someone who has never scored in the Premier League before. See what Billet should be doing is looking through his squad, looking at who is his either shittest player or youngest, most inexperienced player, yeah. or someone never, with a huge duck, some a huge mm, duck to break. Who's never played person, before ever football yeah, in his yeah. life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That person will score against us. I remember when Titus Bramble scored against us once for, I don't know if it was Sunderland at the time, just like, uh, or, or Newcastle possibly. It's just like, of course they would score against us. Ridiculous. Yeah, we do seem to like breaking these records of so-and-so has never done this. and Yep. Yeah, we like to, uh, what, do you, what do you call it, humour them. And then, you yeah. know, let them do things and break their ducks and stuff like that, so... <laughs> Um, Hopefully that won't happen. Yeah, I've just seen some breaking news here. Emre Chan is almost certain to leave Liverpool next summer. Where's that from? Dominic King. Yeah, it it looks that way anyway. I mean, I don't think that is really breaking news, to be honest. It's just people... It's just just, the inevitable and, you know... I think he's getting a bit big for his boots. You know what Liverpool will do? What Liverpool are going to do is, if he's going to leave for free, what Liverpool will do is possibly just succumb to the new contract and put his 
rubbish little 40 million pound clause in whatever stupid amount he wants to put in and then just sell him for that amount yeah, immediately. Get something. Just, yeah. I think that's just got to happen. But you know what? It would be good um, just just for it's, – it's criminal for him to leave for free. That's criminal. But it is, it's, it's a good fuck you to the player to say you, you, don't, you don't tell us what to do. But Liverpool fucked up at the beginning by being cheapskate, so I don't know who to blame here. I'm not very happy. <laughs> <laughs> I've got an Emery Chan shirt. What am I going to do with it? <laughs> Burn it. Burn it, yeah. Big issues. <laughs> what do I do with the shirt? <laughs> Right, I oh, we, can... we we already had this problem when Coutinho was trying to leave because my son's got about four Coutinho shirts. Yeah, luckily he's paid for another season. But um, yeah, we're gonna have lots of shirts hanging about <laughs> now. No one loves them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So I think we can get on to the questions that we've been sent in. Um. Ooh. I'll start with Ooh. Nads has sent us Ooh. a lot of questions here. He's probably I think he's the only person bar one. He's actually Nad saved us, I think. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, right, so right, we'll start with this one. You're given £150 million to spend in January, but it has to be on non-Southampton players and realistic sign-ins. Who do you sign and why? So I haven't really like bothered like looking for... Like, I haven't been looking at like scouting players or anything, so I'm not prepared for this question whatsoever. Well, if we can't buy from Southampton, then where the hell do we? Yeah, go? exactly. <laughs> we don't we don't buy from anywhere else. So, sorry that that question just doesn't doesn't hold any weight. It's not. It's unrealistic to think that we won't go anywhere other than Southampton. <laughs> Is this for players in general or just a centre back? Just players in players. general. Yeah, you've got hundred. How much million was pounds. the? How much was it? Hundred twenty million pounds. Fifty. Hundred fifty. I got it all wrong. Sorry. <laughs> Was was I listening? Have <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys? Are you guys going to attempt at all? Um, no, I just think we should bring Cater in in January. We should do whatever it takes. Like, look at him; he's getting sent off for us to stay fit for us. So I think <laughs> we should bring him in. I know, life's sticking in. This guy's costing us money. <laughs> um, for 150 mil, I'll, I will humour the question. Um, for 150 mil. I would so you can't go to you can't go to Southampton. So no. I buy. Tell you what, again another shout out for the coach, fellow Greek. <laughs> uh, I want to get I want to get Kostas Manolas from uh, Roma. Yeah. Because I tell you what, Greece has done very well in World Cup qualifying, and him and Papastathopoulos, there's a mouthful. Um, both of them have been at the heart of the defence. Uh, for Greece, and then both of them for their respective countries, uh, for their respective clubs, have been doing historically quite well. I'm not sure if Manolas, what he's been up to recently. I, I can't say that I saw him uh, or saw his face when I was glancing at the Roma Chelsea game. Um, I'd, I'd get, I'd get possibly him as a centre back. Um, obviously, everyone says Koulibaly, but I, I think he's a little bit, a little bit clumsy. Pete and I actually did a little bit of a, a review on on his style, and he goes to ground very easily, which suggests that he's been beaten. Like he gets beaten for one reason or another, but he's very good at recovering with a slide tackle. Uh, Alan Hansen or Jamie Carragher used to say you shouldn't have to be in a position to slide. You're a good defender, so um, yeah, I'd go for Manolas. I don't know how much he'd cost. Maybe fifty mil. I think he'd be a bargain at the moment. 
um, and then spend the rest of the money on quick wingers because Mo Salah. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, no. Got, you know what? I you know, agree. Actually, sorry. Obelak. Obelak. Obelak from Atletico Madrid Obelak. for 70 million pounds. I don't care how much he's worth. You know what? 80 million. Fuck it. 95 million. <laughs> okay. 100 geez. million. That's right. I'm spending 105 million pounds on Obelak. 110. Fuck it. <laughs> Is that goalkeeper, yeah? Yes, absolutely. He's right. 21 or 22, and he's one of the best in Spain. And just let's just box it for 15 years. Fuck it. I'm but sick of this shit. If we had to prioritize, because I believe we've got a goalkeeper, but Klopp just doesn't use him. So I'm happy with Carrius. I just need he just needs to play, yeah. you know, because that kind of you know is what football is supposed to do. And then um, you've got. In my eyes, we've got the number nine. Obviously, Sturridge is already there. I would pay the money for a centre-back and for a defensive midfielder. We've got Cater coming in, creative. So those two positions, I'd splash the cash, split, split the money. Where, however, wherever, and I don't know who we're going to bring in, though, because there's like loads of options. You guys probably know about this more than I do, but how, with the free agent stuff, does that work like a video game where they become a free agent and they go into this pool of free agents? And then people just bid for him in there. Can we just get Emre Chan back for free? <laughs> <laughs> is that is that a thing? Can that happen? Um, Maybe we can sign Emre Chan from from free agent pool at the end of the season. Is it is this like a sort of a, a middle ground where all the yeah, players like free agents go? Yeah, that's what I was going to yeah. say. I was thinking of it in another language actually because I didn't know the, the word in English. But yeah, purgatory would work. Um, like yeah, a, so like a lost yeah. island. Yeah, like you'd have islands. to go in there like they do, like, I don't know, Constantine, the guy who, <laughs> in that film. He has to go in and actually get these players out. So, yeah, that could be fun. There you go. Okay, so we're buying Chan. Well, we're getting Chan back for free. Sorted. Yep. Um, and and Jan Obelek for £149 million. Oh, my God, it's changed again. So how are, you gonna get, on him. how are you going to get Manolas <laughs> if you've got £1 million? Manolas, uh, don't worry, I'll speak to him. He's great. I'll speak to him. <laughs> That's tapping out. <laughs> the players have to want to come as well, you know. <laughs> for a hundo fifty and whatever, you know, I, I'm being stupid, but you know what? I'd, I'd offer a ridiculous amount for Oblak. I'd just go find the best young goalkeeper in the world, and he currently is killing it. Um, so I just go there and box it, and that's fifteen years done. Imagine how much money we save. We don't have to buy no, no more, no more training, no more. No, obviously, he has to train, but Oblak, that's it, sorted. Do you like all black? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know. I just I know he 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 plays well for Atletico Madrid in a in a side that doesn't concede goals. Fuck whatever the best goalkeeper in the world is that we can realistically get. That's not at Bayern Munich or Real Madrid or or Barcelona or whatever. Just yeah. get them. We just need to do that thing. <laughs> okay, right. Nads has got another question. If you could ask Shankly one question, what would it be and why? Would you have it's Instagram <laughs> if you were alive today? What do you think of all this social media shit? I'm sure he'd be is appalled. He is he alive <laughs> right now? Like, oh, no, what I'm saying is, is he alive? Like, is he? Are we asking him a question now for him to answer right now in the 21st century, or am I asking him from back in his time? Because no, I would ask him if I he's, you know, I would say, what do you think of Klopp? That would be my yeah. question. Yeah. See what he makes of the current squad and the current situation. Does he like FSG? Ah, FSG. Oh, he FSG would probably. In or out. FSG in or out? <laughs> yeah. He'd be at FSG out. He'll like pay for a plane or something. I don't know. 
yeah, no. That's what I'd ask him once he make of our owners. I don't think he'd like it. Yeah. Settle the debate once and for all, Bill. Just tell us <laughs> in or out because it's consuming our lives. Um, right, we've got some pretty weird questions now. Um, okay, so the Moni one asked, why do girls always ask, does my bum look big in this? Is it to catch their fellas out? George, do you want to answer this? I'm lucky enough I don't get asked that specific question, but it probably it's probably like um, has to do with the general question of how do how does this look and how do I look and all that. And sometimes it can be, it should always be the answer is just no and yes. I don't know. It, how it, do it, I maybe look? Yes. This, I, don't know, I don't know if it's to catch up. Mm. Like, do I look good? Yes. Does my bum look yeah, big but, in this? No. Yeah, but if they say, how do I look? And you say yes, then <laughs> it doesn't then, make me go. Good. <laughs> that's, the, that's the answer, really. Um, good. <laughs> I think if a girl's asking that question, then the answer has to be no, because she's obviously insecure about something, because why would you ask it? Do you see what I mean? Does that yeah, make sense? It's just, I've like, never just asked a much better answer. Just a, a much better answer than mine, to be honest. <laughs> because you shouldn't really need someone to kind of, you know, yeah. reassure you how you look if you're confident in yourself in the first place. So it's obviously there's it's a it's a good, I suppose it's, it's quite a, a general yeah. thing with girls, isn't it? They do want to. I've never asked. It's all the, do, no, does my bum look big in there? So uh, yeah, I'd say like like George said like. Do I look good in this? I'm not going to be like, does yeah. my bum? Because, like, yeah. obviously some people want a Kim Kardashian bum. So if you said well, no, they'd be like, well, yeah. I'm working on a Kardashian bum. Well, that's what I was going to say. Maybe 20 years ago, but then J-Lo and Kim Kardashian and all these yeah. Beyonce and stuff like that, they've made big bums, you know, kind of fashionable anyway now. Now it's like I want implants in my arse. <laughs> Wait, you want implants? So it's all changed what? now. No, I don't. I'm talking just in general. If I don't, jeez. But yeah, um, yeah. I think nowadays it's quite. It's, everybody wants a bigger bomb, don't they? So they don't ask that yeah. question anymore. It's a redundant question. Aaron. Aaron asked that question. Okay. Aaron's Aaron. obviously 150 years old <laughs> and lives in 1963. No one asked that question anymore, mate. Okay. Nads has got uh, a few more questions. What's your toilet paper of choice? I'm a Kushal man myself. Personally, I'm Kushal as well, but in uni I can't afford it, so Aldi quilted will do me. <laughs> I don't really think about it that much. I just get the Tesco one. <laughs> but yeah, I never really talked about what toilet paper I used before, so that's the first. Yeah, well, we're just letting people get to know us. Mm. Yeah. So they know what toilet really. paper to throw at us when they see us. <laughs> George, George uh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not from I'm not I'm not from the the UK, so I don't think it really I don't know I don't even know the bloody brands. I think I go for the cheapest one. So I'm that person. <laughs> uh, whatever's on special, whatever's mm. on special. Yeah. And you know, I always find this funny. I always find this funny with toilet paper. I feel like every time anyone buys toilet paper, it's this. Sometimes you go and buy it within your mind. You say, you know what? I don't want to have to fucking come back here and get toilet paper again. So you go and you go with the idea of, you know what, I'm never buying it again, fuck it. And so you go and you get, I don't know, two or three packets of 24 rolls, 
and you leaving the store like that can draw a bit of attention. People go, what the hell has that person got going yeah. on at home? Yeah. But, you know, it's just got sort of shits. I'm never coming back here again. And then, yes, yeah. he's got the shit. Um, <laughs> but, um, I, you know, you do that. And then, you know, I don't know what, how, many, how much time passes and the time comes again. You go, didn't I box this off last time? Didn't I promise I was never going to do this again? Oh, and I've come to this point where I have to go out again and get it. It's just such a nuisance. Such a nuisance. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know it was that big. Much I know, you've thought that. about this so much. Bit of a bummer. Bit of a bummer. It really though. bothers you, doesn't it? Pardon the, pardon the pun. <laughs> um, okay, right. So, okay, toilet paper, done. Okay, there's two more pretty weird questions. How many Rupas make a Kerry or an Amara? Because she looks about four foot nine. Right, first of all, I'm five foot two and a bit. So five foot two. Well, I'll say five. Yeah, five foot two. I'm not four foot nine. Well, you're just an inch um, shorter than me. So see, so why does everyone give me shit for being small? When you're so no one's five... seen me in real life. Yeah, yeah. Well, a couple of people have. But... Kerry's not that much taller than me. Pretty sure. No, she's not. I think she's only like. Oh, I don't know. I'm guessing now. She's a little bit taller than me. Yeah. She wasn't hugely tall. So one Rupert would make a carry or an Amara? Yes. So a Rupert and a, and a bit. <laughs> <laughs> a bit more. I'll just put my hair up really high. So Yeah. Um, put some heels on. Yeah. And then, will Rupert ever be sober on a pod? I'm currently sober, which is a very rare occasion. And I'm not usually drunk on a pod. Well, I've never, ever been drunk, just hung over. Yeah. I can't imagine what you'd be like when you're drunk on uh, a pod. You'd, <laughs> I'd be chatting so much shit, more I'm, so than usual. I'm, a, I'm about to get drunk, so there we oh, go. Oh, I'm so jealous. Wait, mm. it's like first thing in the morning. Well, here, no, I'm in LA, so it's 4.30pm. Oh, okay. okay that's, <laughs> Happy hour, as they say. That's acceptable. I was in Weatherspoons after my exam, and I had two drinks, but I was so tired that I felt more tired. I came home and had a power nap. My life is just brilliant. So exciting. <laughs> yeah, so I think that wraps up our... I think it's our fourth, fifth episode of Ladies in Red. Fourth. Fourth. Yeah, fourth yeah. episode. So cheers for coming on, George. Thank uh, you very much. Thank you for having me. That was very fun. Um, and I would love to do it again if, yeah. if you ever need... Uh, if you ever need me, but yeah, very. Yeah, fun. of course. Next um, time you will have to do the whole pod in Britney voice. <laughs> yeah. You didn't like that. I tried. I was like ready. Next Maybe time. I, next I gotta... time. Next time we'll. Yeah. Prepare. Next time, whatever. Yeah. Never having George on again, no. so that we don't have to hear that voice. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, shout out to the podcasting couch guys, and obviously the LFC day trippers, and yeah, see you soon. Time to fire up the grill. Time to go to Total Wine and find the perfect flavor to pair with those burgers. Ooh, I love their beer cooler. <laughs> you love their prices even more. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Hey, imagine if all your frustrations about advertising your business could be solved right now. You should know that podcast listeners are more engaged in higher converting than any other advertising medium. So try AdHub today and reap the rewards of Spreaker's self-advertising platform. It makes it as effortless as ever to be heard by thousands, regardless of the listening app they use. Visit Spreaker.com forward slash AdHub. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com forward slash AdHub and start using your advertising dollars in an impactful way. 
Sports Social Podcast Network.